Hello and welcome and happy Friday. We are back. I was out a couple days this week for, I want to say Hanukkah. And if you are upset about that, you're anti-Semitic. It's This Is Going Well, I think, with David Cooper and I'm David Cooper. This is the only show where no one's listening. No one cares. The show where every episode's the last episode today. Straight out of London, England. It's Tony Five for, what is he here for? Num, num, num. I ate all those cookies, dude. All of the custard creams? You're fucking joking. I ate every single one of those cookies. Really? I've put on like three pounds from those cookies. <laughs> put that on. Let's start recording. I'm already recording, dude. Ah, oh, bullshit. Play my theme song, baby. Oh, my God. Yeah, I gotta click the thing and... Can you just imagine what it would be like if it did play? I mean, no. I want to hear it, David. <laughs> Sometimes you've got to stroke my ego, unfortunately. <laughs> All right. Here we go. And now, and now live from London, live England, from London, England, England, it's foreign it's correspondent, foreign correspondent Tony, Tony Five. David, 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 what a week it's been, eh? Mm-hmm. Are you eating my biscuits still? We were talking about those cookies. I ate all the fucking cookies. This, uh, how many cookies? I must have bought you four or five packets, right? I probably ate three and a half of those packs, and other people had the other one and a half. Wow. And what's your thoughts on the custard cream or the chocolate cream? I didn't even like them that much. They were just there. And you just ate them. And I was hungry, and I can't keep snacks in the house. And now I'm eating Hanukkah gelt. Do you know what that is? No. What's that? It's these chocolate-covered coins. Yeah. That, um, they're like in metal tinfoil. Well, here I am eating it on the show. Disgusting. Yeah. Chocolate coins. Yeah. And you get your, your, my mother used to give them to me for Hanukkah. And Miranda wants me to like the holidays, which I don't. But she wants me to like them. And so she bought them for me to try to give me a, like you know, trick me into having a positive association with this time, which I don't. Is it milk chocolate? Yeah, it's milk chocolate. It's pretty, pretty good. Very. Uh, we have chocolate coins here. You get them at Christmas and stuff. But it really plays into Jewish stereotypes, these chocolate-covered coins. Yeah, there's something ugly about it. Yeah. Coins. I, I didn't want to say that. I really didn't want to say that. I was trying my best, and I'm sitting on my hands not to say that. Um, but yeah, it's quite offensive. It's been done for like hundreds of years. It's a normal thing, but I'm just like, given what other people think, anti-Semitic people think of Jews, we're only interested in money, and here we are giving our kids chocolate-covered gold coins. Oh, man. <laughs> what, are they going to give me like diamond-shaped uh, candies <laughs> to suck on? Like what? <laughs> Diamonds and gold for the Jewish children? <laughs> it's unbelievable, but it's, it's fun anyway. Have you had a good week? I have. It's been a it's been a good week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know we're going to uh, prep for who's coming next. We won't spoil it now. But before we finish today, I really must talk to you about who might be coming because I am 
so excited. I know. She's a legend. I mean, why don't we just talk about it for a minute or two? It's the asparagus psychic. She's coming on the show next week. <laughs> oh, my God. The clairvoyant of cauliflowers, David. The, oh, my God. This woman. I just find it fascinating that somebody can earn a living from throwing vegetables and telling the future. And there are me and you slogging every day, trying to get semi-famous. And yet she goes to the supermarket. Actually, she probably doesn't even go to the supermarket. She probably has it delivered and then throws it at people. <laughs> Just chucks it at their face and she makes a million dollars. No, she's like uh, been on national news in the UK. She's a well-known asparagus psychic. Perhaps the best known asparagus psychic. Also <laughs> the, the only, only known. known. <laughs> well, what's crazy is, like I said to you before, you know, we, we're trying to give this radio crap a go and want a side hustle so i might try and answer if she can maybe i don't want to steal her thunder david i told you before i don't want to do asparagus i would be but second place and the asparagus might not respond to me to be fair so i was going to try any other vegetable i think carrot carrot clairvoyant stick with what works i like the carrot clairvoyant which is what i did on on the other radio station we can't mention like voldemort <laughs> what bell media i think um i think if you don't bill yourself as having accurate predictions, then you're not lying to people. You are clairvoyant. You just have an accuracy rate of, you know, 0%. But you can tell the future. I can tell the future with carrots. But there's so many varieties of carrots. I feel, I feel that there's not many varieties of asparagus. I don't think I could tell a different variety from another one. Do you? No, no, I don't. Whereas a baby carrot, I can tell from an adult carrot, I guess. And that's what's important. <laughs> that's all that matters. How was your week? What did you get up to? It's been a busy week for me, to be fair. Um, I, I only came back, obviously, from the States last week. It took me a few days to recover. Not, not from anything, but other than your friends, to be fair. They're a lot. They're a lot. Um, they were good. We, um, yeah, it was good. Telling a lot of people about uh, how I spent Thanksgiving, and, and, and I made up a lot of stuff. I told people I went to the Macy's uh, parade, which I obviously didn't do. <laughs> I told people I went to see the Rockets, and I didn't do people i went up the eiffel tower which was not even in new york and i didn't do that either so there's a lot of things i didn't do that i said i did um and apart from telling people the real story about not getting stabbed on your subway and trying to dodge vomit and um people sleeping on the subway yeah i didn't tell them that the craziest thing that you told me about when you were here which i don't even think you think is crazy is you intervened oh yes oh god we haven't spoken about that have we you intervened some hustlers yes uh from hustling in times square in times square they were like in the process of ripping off a girl a young girl who was kind of scared probably a tourist and well definitely a tourist no that was the thing don't you remember i telling you the story what happened she was a new yorker but from where in new york i don't know but she was she was i said to her are you not from here and she said no I, i'm from new york but basically for for those listening i i'm a bit of an amateur magician so i know um some tricks and there is a trick called the three card monty or find a lady it's called in different countries it's basically three cards where there's a queen or an ace and you flip the coins, you flip the cards over, you put your money where you think the ace or the queen is and you double your money. Really simple. You get suckered in because there are stooges, right? And it was very obvious to me watching them who the stooges were. They were putting $50 down, $100 down and getting two. And they were so excited when they got the $200 and they're all part of the scam. So there's probably about five of them. There's a, 
So seeing it, I've done this sort of thing in the UK before. There's a looker, there's a spotter. There's somebody who's obviously doing the betting. There's about two people who are non-participating observers who kind of look out for law enforcement. And then there's the stooge. The stooge is someone that looks relatively normal, maybe sometimes middle to elderly age woman or man who's just playing, basically. He's just playing the game and he's winning. And then somebody who sees that winning will go, oh, do you want to have a go? Instead of me, I've got to go somewhere. And then they join in. And this poor girl, she must have been uh, late teens, early 20s, had lost $500, David. But how, how could, there must be something wrong with her. No, she was normal. I think she went to uni and NYU and stuff, and she was with a friend. Why would she put down the money? She just saw someone win and thought she could make an easy buck? I think she started with a hundred. So the scam was she probably put a hundred and doubled her money to got 200 and thought, oh, I'm onto a winner here. Then put the 200 down and thought, okay, she's got the 400. And then they said, well, why don't you put it all down? You're, you're really good at, you know, the other girl who was kind of G'ing her up said, you're so good at this, put it all down. And then obviously at that stage, the guy can do the sleight of hand and, and you'll, you'll never win, basically. Wherever you think it's going to be, it's not there. And I, I watched it. So I had my back to the wall. So I was st stood back and I was just watching this thing from, you know, maybe three, four foot away. And I, and I was trying to get her attention because I'm thinking, oh, my God, this is awful. I'm watching this girl just, you know, and they wouldn't let her go. So every time she kind of closed her wallet, they go, no, 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 come on, girl, you're on a roll, you're on a roll. And, you know, it's lots of psychology involved. Was it arguably coercive or? Correct. Correct. But it wasn't violently coercive until I got involved. So I saw this girl. We finally, like, locked eyes and I could see that desperation in her eyes. And I said, like i mouth go run move leave and she couldn't because there was a guy behind her who kind of wouldn't let her go so again it was a little bit a, a bit of bravado of me i didn't really think about it and it could have ended up really badly but i walked up to her and said hi hun yep you know like yeah we've got our date now and i grabbed her and i said you've got to go this is a scam like to her in her ear and she said i know but I, they won't let me go and i said come on let's go let's go you know what basically i started as if we were going on a date or whatever and i drank and this they all realized i was taking their suckling pig and they rounded on me so they broke their roles and you could see how many of them were involved so where you didn't think that people were part of this sort of group they sort of you know dropped their roles because they're thinking jesus this this guy's our cash cow's leaving right costing us hundreds of dollars yeah correct and so i think so one got in my face but i can drop a very very deep voice and i can look quite scary when i needed to and obviously the english accent kind of threw them as well so i said look guy just get out the way i said she's not going to play anymore and they didn't i you know i was very aware that they might pull their knife out or a gun out or, or anything it's america they could whip out an rpg those things are legal you can buy those in a corner store correct yeah and i i just sort of i didn't grab her but i just led her away we got to another street corner and i said look and, and i didn't want her to think that i because it could have easily been that i was part of this right so i was very aware of it and i said look i'm not um i'm not part of it i don't i just i, I don't want your number i don't want anything i said but can I ask you how much you lost? And she said, 500 bucks. She said, I'm going to go back and get it. I said, not a chance. Oh, like she wants to play again to try to get it back or just? Well, no, she realized it was a scam. And apparently the last 100 or 200 bucks, she'd had it in her hand and they'd snatched it out of her hand and put it on a card. Mm -hmm. And I said, it's a very good scam because one, there's no proof, 
right? There's no cameras there. There's no proof you gave that money over. And two, you arguably participated in something that was illegal street gambling. So you haven't really got a leg to stand on if you were to call the police. You know, they could probably do them. But how do you prove that that and that money's probably been washed out straight away? Whatever he put and he's probably passed it on to some other person and they've gone because that's the way the scam works. Right. And she said, no. And she goes, that's all the money I have. And, da, da, da. and I said, look, I, I mean, if you're local, I'll pay for an Uber for you to get back. And her friend came and met her and she was in tears. And yeah, it was really it was because I, you know, there's a soft side of me that thinks that someone's sister or daughter or girlfriend. And I, I wouldn't want that to happen to one of mine. But yeah, she was very naive. She won't do that again in a hurry. And I think probably got quite. It's very easy to say don't do it. But the psychology of it, these guys are, are trained so well to spot, you know, the marks. And and I've seen it. So, I mean, from like any big city, you will see those scams over. I mean, I must three or four times just walking around New York. I've seen I saw pickpockets and I didn't get involved. Um, and a few times I told people, look, you know, your bag's open. Can you shut it? And again, I think people were quite accepting to the authoritarian voice of mine. So like they would just. Yeah, it's like they can't they can't place you with the British accent. They're like, what's this guy's angle? Yeah. Yeah. What does he want? And I was like, look, uh, you know what? There's a lot of pickpockets here. Can you close your bag? And without like getting up, they would say, OK, fair enough. And then just walk up. Or, or some of them would say thank you. Um, but yeah, I, I did feel sorry for this girl. So I'm, I, I came in when she probably lost a couple of hundred bucks. And it could, it would easily have gone to a thousand. I mean, they were telling her, you know, you can go to a cash. There's an ATM down the road guy. You know what? You can just get some more money. You can pay for this. It's Christmas is coming. You know, that sort of thing. It was yeah, yeah, yeah. I am shocked you got in between these people and her. I in my projection or imagination of what Times Square fucking hustlers are like. Yeah, they are not people to get between them and their mark. And so I'm surprised you didn't get stabbed. I know. And I didn't realize that. And they're really I think it sunk in when I told you at your place and you go, what the fuck are you doing? And you were like really concerned. And I kind of only realized that when you said I looked still the look of concern on your face. And I was like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I feel like New York street hustlers. They're a different breed, man. They're the top of the top. They, it's like, you know, it's, it's like making it. It's like going to Las Vegas as a professional gambler. It's like going to Los Angeles as an actor. It's like going to the big city where you make it as a hustler, New York. Yeah. And you think about that, man, 500 pounds, $500 in maybe 15 minutes. I mean, that's a lot of money, right? If you're, if you're doing that on average. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if that's all she's got, you know? Yeah. Some people piss 500 and some people 500s every penny they have every penny and like i said she was a young girl and you you kind of raised it to me you know what's a girl walking around with 500 dollars in a purse type thing and where had she been or whatever yeah that's a bit odd especially young people they just carry the cashless you know apple pay whatever yeah yeah so i mean that was that but i mean she was devastated and again the youth of it she was like oh my god i've got to tell my mom and i was like oh christ is that your attempt at American accent? Well, yeah. oh my God, I'm going to tell my mom. Maybe she's just got rich parents and daddy says, here's $500, go play in traffic. So maybe it's not a big deal, but it's still wild. But I think she definitely learned her lesson of getting hustled badly. Sure. That, that was one thing. And I said to her, I think when she said, I'm going to go back, I said, don't do it. I said, because you've got away with this now. You've lost 500, but you haven't been hurt. You haven't, there's nothing, you know, you've got the trauma of getting scammed, but nothing else. I said, just walk away. I said, don't go down that road again. And another lady who had been watching us said, oh, my God, that guy saved you from 
losing a lot more money and she was a new yorker she was hey i'm that sort of hey guy you know you he she, he saved you you know you know he did that for you hey i'm walking here <laughs> she didn't say that but she should have done and that would have been amazing but yeah, that was my uh, that was my sort of good good deed. Well, speaking of trauma from being scammed and then coming back anyway, we have the asparagus psychic coming on the show next week. I'm looking forward to doing that with you. I think I'm so excited, David. If you do it without me, I don't think I'd be able to forgive you for a long time. I'm likely to do it without you. No, I'll have you on. You just get so excited. She riles you up. I just, David, how does she make money that we can't doing that? We'll dig into it. Tony, as always, thank you for coming on the show. And you did a good deed. You saved a young, naive girl from losing more money, I guess. I'm shocked those guys didn't mess you up. Maybe they were happy with the 500 bucks. So they're like, eh, how much more were we going to get anyway? I mean, the, the, the guy was big. But then, you know, like like anything, you know, I, I didn't give any space. And I, I kept the distance with him. And I, I thought, well, you know what? If he, if he brings his hands up, I'd quite happily take him out with hands. But... Guns and knives are not in my remit here. I mean, knives, yeah, I can deal with that. But a gun, man, fuck that. What am I going to do with that? It's hard to judo chop a bullet out of the air. Correct. Uh, correct. I mean, I could attempt it. I've seen The Matrix. It can be done. That's one of my favorite documentaries, but it is hard. Yeah, and I'm not Keanu, David. Keanu. Keanu. Yeah, not him. David, it's been, um, it's been always a pleasure. And I'll be honest with you, I would, if... We meet Jemima and she asks me to run away with her. I will quite easily dump you for her. Easy, easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Tony, we will talk to you Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, next week, whenever we get Jemima, the asparagus psychic lady on. Thanks for being here, my friend. See you soon. In a while, crocodile, David.